Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option, if you're doing fertility or IVF, can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say. Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Yeah. Hey you guys, welcome back to In the Mind of Frage, a podcast that's all about interviews, experiences, and entrepreneurs. I always like to say that my podcasts are anything goes to entertain and inspire. And what I mean by that is I like to tackle almost anything, any topic, any person on, because I always hope that what I can give back to you is that maybe together, if we take a deeper scratch off the surface, look at things that we can begin to think differently. So hopefully 
You get that from these podcasts. Thanks for listening to part one with Rob Shear. I got some terrific Facebook feedback. You can always follow me. It's Sarah Frazier. Just hit pages. Mike wrote to me and he said, Sarah, thank you for giving a fellow survivor a voice. It's important that we lift each other up so no one feels alone. MaleSurvivor.org and or OneIn6.org are both really fantastic resources if any men listen to this podcast and felt they needed support. So Mike, thank you for sharing that and you can continue to share this podcast and comment on my Facebook page. Now for part two with Rob Shear. He gets into when you're raped by your parent as a child, do you even know it's wrong? Do you even know what's happening? We talk about that. And then we also get into Rob's decision to adopt with his husband, Reese, and why he didn't want to adopt through foster care. That's next. So they have, they're going through your mother, um, the woman that you call your mother, her husband, they're going through a divorce and separating. She also has other kids, right? Yep. And so they end up, he basically says, I want you out. You're 18, yeah, Rob. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter that you're yeah, and in And they high were together school. then. They weren't divorcing at that time. He, you know, he was the doting Mormon father who, you know, totally, you know, was the, the pillar of the community he felt like. And, but the check was going to stop. And, wow. um, and so I became homeless. And I wow. remember, I'll never forget God. it. I remember at that moment in my life that, again, here's a choice that I could have. I could be the statistic that everybody was expecting me to be. Um, you know, drug addict, drop out of school, not amount to anything. Or I can continue. And my biggest fear was that I was going to be put in a juvenile detention center. That I was going to be wow. put in one of those places with those kids. And because I was a pretty good student. I was, um, you know, I was involved in the choir and I, you know, I, I did the lead of all the plays and, and I was a good kid. And so all of a sudden my whole life changed and I became homeless and Holy. I didn't know what the hell to do. And so I remember, you know, I had a, I had a job at a little taco place and the owner would keep the outdoor outside bathroom door unlocked for me to be able to go in and, and sleep there at night. Um, I would have friends who would let me come and couch surf on their, their couch when their parents, you know, um, didn't know. Um, I had one friend, Pam, um, like the month before I went into the military, her mom and dad let me stay in her basement. Um, so, you know, but during this time, there were people, there were teachers, there was the taco restaurant knew. They owner. Knew about it. They people knew you didn't really have, have a place a to stay. I have a home. And nobody so, said so, to you, come stay with no, us? No, no. Not even my sisters or any of my what? relatives. What or... you, have you done in your therapy and everything? Like, what, have you ever wondered why? Like, what? I mean, that's so crazy to me. You know me. what? I, I, this, let me tell you, I know why. Why? Because they had their own baggage that they had to deal with. Wow. You think it was you just know, was too much? It was, it was like too a lo- much. for it was most too much people. For everybody. It was too much for everybody. Mm. I get it. I have no resentment. You know, the teachers that all gathered their money together and helped pay for me to go to New York on the senior trip because they knew I wasn't going to have that money. Right. They knew it. You know, so you feel like people, I mean, I just have wondered like, cause you, of anybody you have, I would think the right to have some great resentments towards yeah. people because people have continually let you that down. That rips your soul apart. It did that for me for years. You know, I used to say all the time that my mother and my father and everybody was a product of their environment. Mm. They were not, they were a product of choices. 
Wow. Okay? Wow. And I had decided that the choice I was going to make was to forgive them and move on. See, if you truly are going to forgive somebody, you have to move on. So if I forgive them, and mind you, by me forgiving them doesn't mean I forget. Right. You know, doesn't mean that I excuse them. But what it does is it sets me free. It allows my soul to continue to grow without the baggage that they placed upon me. And that's, for me, what it was all about, you know. Um, God. So for me, it was an escape from from all of that by forgiving them, you know. So the teachers and the principals and the the, the ministers, the people, the neighbors, the, the person that owned the taco the store, taco I like, place, you know. Whenever I hear your story, whenever you and I talk, I'm like, God, I just like the taco guy. Like yeah. I'm like, he knew Steve you were living. He was amazing. He was amazing because at least he did something. Right. He gave you food. He, he let me, you stay he there. Me, he gave me, he gave me a job. You know, I was, you know, mm. 18 and, you know, he, he, I'm making 365 an hour and, you know, I would work some hours and, but, you know, I would do my schoolwork and, you know, um, yeah, it wasn't the best place to sleep in a bathroom and the nights were scary. And, um, yeah, you're, I mean, the story too, like you've just gone through so ha- many horrific things because, you're sort of on this pattern of being abused, being sexually abused, and that didn't stop. You were still... No, I was still abused. I remember in the taco, because, because, you know, men knew that that was a bathroom that you could go to at night, and um, And sometimes there was this 18-year-old kid, and they, you know... And by that point in my life, it was just like, I didn't care about myself, much less cared what someone was doing, you know? Um, What does that feel like? I mean, at that point, because you'd never known anything really different. So when you were being sexually abused, did you and your sisters, did did you know that this was like what your father was doing to you was not normal? That oh, or, I, 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 you know, I, I've asked my sister about that. I got my one. I have one sister that I'm still, you know, really close to. Mm. Um, most of my other siblings have either died um, or um, they're in jail somewhere. <laughs> um, so um, I hear from them when they want money, but that's about it. But um, I asked my one sister that, and and she knew that it was wrong. And I said, you know. I knew that it was wrong, but there was a sense of warpedness in my mind that at least he was showing me he loved me. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, and so, gosh, to just think that that was okay for love is just disgusting. And, you know, it's taken many years to realize that, that, you know what, this wasn't my fault. And I used to think that all the time. What did I do wrong? What could I have done better? What could I, how could I have been a better son? How could I have been a better person? Um, maybe I was deserving this. And so... Um, yeah, it was realizing that, you know what? I did nothing. These right. were his choices, you know, not mine. So you're 18 years old. You'd been homeless that year of high school. You graduate. Yeah, I graduate from high school. I scared to death, by the way. So when most kids were graduating from high school, they were excited. They were happy. Um, by the way, guidance counselors were coming and pulling them out of, you know, the English class to go over college applications. Nobody ever did that with me, by the way. Um, and I think wow. that they just wanted to keep their head down and get me the hell out of the school because then they didn't have to worry about me. Um, 
Um, and so I graduated, and I was like, what am I going to do? And the only thing I had the choice to do was to join the military. Mind you, I did not care about my country, okay? <laughs> they had let me down for 18 years. Yeah. I mean, the last thing in the world I cared about was anything to do with this country. So no social worker ever showed up no, on your door? No social worker ever showed That's up on amazing. my door. It's amazing. No, I mean, this is the thing that blew my mind. You know, and mind you, this is back in the 80s, you know. Yeah, um, sure, right. And, and, and I'm going to give that some, you know, weight right. to it. But, you know, again, I wasn't that kid. I wasn't the kid that was being arrested for shoplifting. I wasn't the kid that had D's and E's on his report card. I know. I yeah. wasn't that kid that was smoking and was hanging out in the smoking area and being suspended. I wasn't that kid. So because I wasn't that kid, I didn't get that attention. And so now, as I look back as an older person, I, I can see why kids do some of the things they do. Right. Because they want that attention. Right. It's you know, a cry for help. It it's is like a cry it's... for help. And I didn't give that. I, didn't, I never had that because I didn't give off that. I gave off that. I got this. I got, I got this. this. You know, wow. and so, so I joined the military and, um, gosh, that was, you know, crazy, you know, but and I did. You were only there for a short period of time. Short period of time. So when I was a little boy, my father, um, one of his ways of control, he would say, you know, if you go to the bathroom, um, without asking me, he, he'll beat me. So if I would pee, mm -hmm. he would beat me and he would say things like you never see people go to the bathroom on tv um wow. and that was his big thing i remember and so after so many years you just hold your urine so much and i did that you know yeah um that finally my bladder ruptured and i was in the navy and they did surgery fixed my bladder um and then discharged me and that was Unbelievable, because again, guess what? I became homeless. I had enough money to live in a hotel in a little town that I found called Gore, Virginia, because it had a week you could pay by the week, and I had enough money. They flew me to Dulles Airport. I hitchhiked wow. from Dulles Airport to Gore, Virginia, which was about 45 minutes south, and I lived in this hotel. I got a job at what they called a dart back then. It's like a Target, and I went to the public library, and I lied on my my resume. I built a resume that was just a bunch of lies because I wanted a job. I sure. knew that working at Dart and part-time at Hardee's wasn't going to, you know, make me amount to anything and I needed to do something more than that. And so I I when I was in the Navy, I had done a lot of um I was going to be a, what they call a yeoman. So I knew how to type and I knew how to file and, you know, and I, 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 so I, I knew those type of things. Skills. So I, yeah. those skills that I had. And, and so I embellished them on my resume and I got a job and wow. I got a job. And I think my first job, I was making about $22,000 a year, which is a lot of money back then, by the way. I was going to say, way. you must have felt um, like, holy shit, finally I, a I break. I was able to get my own apartment and, um, you know, and you buy a car and I remember working for this company wow. and finally went to the boss and said I, I've got to tell you something and he was like what and I said I lied on my resume the 
the, the pain that I had wow. carried around because I had lied, even though by that point, by the way, I had already worked my way up the ladder. I had, when the boss would say to be there at eight, I'd be there at seven. When the boss said you could leave at six, I would stay till eight because I knew that I didn't have education that was separating me, you know, that separated from me from the so other, people. right, from anyone else. I knew that I had amazing work ethics. Wow. And by amazing work ethics, I was going to succeed. And that's how my life has been. You know, I, I've been blessed to climb the corporate ladder and be an executive, all with zero education. I always laugh and tell people I can't tell the difference between there, there, and there. But what I can say <laughs> is that I know so. what it means to work hard. Yes. I know what it means to come from the trenches and work your way up. And even now as an executive, yeah. I feel I get more respect from my employees because they know I've been there. Yeah. I've done that job. I didn't walk in with my degree and you handed me the corner office. Right. I worked my way up to get that office. So you... When was this conversation with your boss? Were you in your late 20s? I was in my, you... I was in my mid-20s. I was about 25 years old. Did they keep you employed at that oh, point? Oh, yes. They he said, you... get back to work. <laughs> he said, you know what? He said, We've Rob, you're one lied. of the most honest people I've ever met. Get back to work. Wow. Oh, my God. So this is, I think, what's what's fascinating because it is interesting where people's lives go. And, and you talk a lot about choice, which I think is interesting because lots of times I think, God, you know, I mean, you can see why people make not great choices because of the environment they were raised in. But you kind of have a different philosophy about that. I have a totally different philosophy. And I have people who don't agree with me at all. And that's okay because life is about green and disagreeing. You know, Um, but I do believe that we have a choice in so many things. And we tend to blame things because of that choice. When Mm. we really look at ourselves, we know what right choice to make. See, it's a lot easier to make the wrong choice. See, it was easy for me in my 20s to smoke weed and, 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 you know, and do drugs and drink. It was easier. And then it was easier for the escape to take pills because I didn't want to deal with the pain because the choice of having to confront that and deal with that you know um it's a lot isn't it when you when you deal with sadness or grief i mean i don't have anything on your level but i i did lose my father to cancer when i was in high school Mm. and it, it it took me so long it took me 10 years after that to really deal with that grief and i went to therapy too and um my therapist i love this saying and she said you know what resist what you resist persists yeah and it doesn't matter whether it's abuse in your childhood or death or these things are really hard and if you resist those feelings they show up in other aspects of your life and they really do so what were some aspects where it would show up like did you have trouble with relationships I I had trouble with relationships I had trouble with believing anyone. There yeah, was, I bet. Everybody had an underlying motive. Um, I, you know, as I said, I had done drugs. I, you know, um, I lived a promiscuous life. Sure. Um, you know, and it was all of those things that it kept coming out. You know, and then not being genuine. I really was not genuine. Really? Oh my gosh. God, that's hard I to believe, was, Rob. You're I like... was so not genuine. Really? I would, I remember people would ask me where I was from and I would lie about where I was from. People would ask me about my past. I would lie about my past. You know, um, I, there was, I lied so much that I didn't know what the truth was a lot of times is when in my twenties, because I was so scared people were going to judge me mm. and I wanted to be better than what I was because I wanted to be like those 
those people, you know? Um, and so to me, that was really, really important. And, you know, again, it was my early 30s that I finally, you know, came to grips and, and became the person that I am today and, and you know, loving me, you know, it's and okay. That was, that's my next question is like, what was your turning point? What was Gosh, that what moment? Was my turning point? Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of our youth travel sports ruining families. Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. Hero breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. 
Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to Hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Ah! Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. I met Reese. Oh my God. Oh my God. Now we're all going to cry. I met Reese. I was um, 36. Mm. And I met Reese. Oh my God. And um, it was amazing. Amazing. So you meet Reese, your husband. How long have you two been together? Um, Thirteen years. What was it about Reese? What was what was that? Um, they, he was genuine. Mm. He was nurturing. He is caring. He loves unconditionally. He is my rock. He is the reason I'm the man I am today. Every single moment, I could not be where I'm at today without him. Wow. You know, when I was in the deepest and darkest well, not thinking that there was any escape to come out, um, he was the one who threw me the ladder. Wow. He's my everything. God. You are that. I mean, I feel like your journey, right, was one of such hopelessness. And then, like, you were given this, like, the greatest light of all. The light that shines like no other light I've ever had in my life, you know. When you start, like, first were with Reese, because I know your story, but, you know, did you feel like, oh, my God, how is this man ever going to love me? Oh, like, once I, he knows I my past. I tried everything for him not to love me. I mean, um, really? yeah, yeah, tried everything for him not to love me, and he just kept loving me more. Um And it was finally, and you just said that about, you know, the resistance. And it was once I finally accepted that it was okay for me to be loved. Ooh, yeah. That's big, isn't it? It was huge. It's big. It was huge. That is when that weight came off. 
you know, even the years of therapy, it wasn't until I realized by feeling that love from him, and by the way, it was an unconditional love because I tried everything for him get to not to love me, um, but he kept loving me more. That I felt was, wow, that's what unconditional love was about. Did you guys like break up and get back together? I yes. Mean, like- oh my gosh. I would, <laughs> I would go out on, he never, he didn't date anybody else during the, in the beginning um, because he was too busy and he was in college getting his master's and um, he was all about his schoolwork and he worked full time and he, um, but I would go out on dates with other people and tell him and, and call him and be like, Hey, this date wasn't good. You know, you want to go have, grab a bite to eat and he'd be like, okay. And, and, you know, and so, but he would, and so, yeah, I mean, I mean, I even flew him to Vegas to break up with him. Um, and because I was just like, because I knew I was falling in love with him. And so like three days into Vegas, I looked at him and said, you know, I brought you here. And he was like, no. He was like, because, you know, he had a semester off at college or something. And I was like, no, to break up with you. And he was like, what? And I said, yes. And I said, but the thing is, is I got to tell you, I love you. And that was the first time I told him I loved him. And he was so pissed and angry at me. He was like, you brought me here to break up with me? You're like, you bring someone to Vegas to break up with me. It's so funny. Uh, he still talks about that to this day. And like, I just got back from Vegas from a conference. And he was like, yeah. He's like, you know, good thing you didn't take me there. You are going to ask me for a divorce. And I was like... <laughs> He's an amazing guy, amazing, amazing father, amazing husband, but most of all, he's an amazing person. And that, to me, speaks volumes. He is an amazing person. So was it just like connecting with and being with Reese over and over again that then you began to be like, okay, I'm worthy of love? Or was it therapy? It it was both. It was a little bit of both. And I will tell you that every single time I would try not to be me, Reese would remind me. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he would remind me and he would say, you know, why are you putting on the airs, you know, and, wow. and I would say, listen, you know, we don't talk about that. And, um, so yeah, and this is referring to all your past, all my past. So at that particular moment, you know, Reese had already met, um, my, some of a lot of my family. Um, he, so, so I have a, I have a biological sister who died of breast cancer. And, um, when she died of breast cancer, she left me her 15 and 16 year old daughters. And, um, the 16 year old daughter was, had a one month old baby. And so I ended up raising them, you know, Renee and Blake actually lived with Reese and I and our Brownstone in DC. And so Reese knew about my past. He, you know, he, he'd asked enough questions and dove into enough of it that he knew about my past. And so, um, but it didn't matter to him. Now, mind you, he came from something totally different than me. That's you know, I mean, his parents his family- just celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary. Wow. Um, he is the youngest of two kids. He's got an older sister. They're very close. And um, he came from a church going family in Kansas that, um, and he's very well educated, you know, has a couple of degrees. He has his master's. Um, and, you know, so different than me. So wow. different than me. I know. Talk about, um, I mean, opposites attract. And opposites. like this amazing. This, is, this truly tells you the Paula Abdul song that the opposites <laughs> attract. Because I'm telling you, this, we are so opposite. And we're so opposite in so many ways that we complete each other. Wow. 
That is, it is such a true love story. And it just gets better when you guys, I love the story of, you know, you decided that, and this wasn't that long ago, what, 10 years ago? Um, actually, almost, it'll be nine years in January um, that you, and actually it will be nine years this month that we started the journey wow. of having kids. And so in July, um, it was the, the, it was July. Um, we had come, I don't know if you remember Mayor Fitney, who used to be yes, the mayor of DC. Sure. So he was actually a friend of mine. Okay. And um, we were at his house for a party and um, on a Friday night, I'll never forget it, came home, probably had too many cocktails. Um, <laughs> the next morning, um, we're drinking coffee and NBC Barbara Harrison comes on. And um, they were re-airing Wednesday's Child from the Wednesday before. They used to re-air it on on. Saturday mornings and Reese looked at me and said now explain to me why we're going through the paperwork of adopting a child overseas when look at these kids that are here in foster care and Wednesday's child was this famous segment here in Washington DC by Barbara Harrison this reporter on NBC4 and they would feature kids every week who were looking to were they did they need foster foster or they needed to to be adopted so these were kids that are in foster homes and that they were looking for forever home and Barbara Harrison started this um, 30 years ago and she was the first and she since then it's now national I mean there's not a state that I go to on business that I don't turn on the NBC News and they have a Wednesday's child and it all started right here in our nation's capital with Barbara Harrison and so you know and and watching that and re-saying to me now explain to me again why we're adopting overseas because at that time we'd already started our paperwork we were looking to adopt overseas reese was at the ending of getting his masters and um and one of the things that he promised me was the very first date we went on the first thing i asked reese was do you want to be a father wow i was very first question i asked and he looked at me and said well I hope to one day, but he's like, not until I get finish his master's. It was very important for him to get his, finish his master's. And I said, um, I said, okay, then we can probably go on a second date then. <laughs> um, because I knew that I was going to be a dad. I knew that was my calling calling was to be a father, to show a child the love that I had never ever had to wow. show a child that they mattered. Wow. They mattered. You know, and so, um, so Reese, Reese had literally graduated from the Corcoran Art Institute in May, and by July, I'd already had every application out to, to adopt. Jeez. I mean, we were not going to waste any time, and and so Reese said, um, he said, why are we not looking to adopt locally through foster care? And I said, you know, you, I told you about those kids, and he said, you were one of those kids, and he says, and look at you now. Wow. Yeah. It was crazy. You know, we'd been together for about four, maybe four or five years at that point. And, um, that was part two. Thank you guys for listening. And thanks to Rob. I'm always so grateful when guests go so deep and really get underneath the feelings and the 
terrible stuff that happens to us, but also the light at the end of the tunnel. Also, if you guys could notice in the description of this podcast, there's a link and I would love for you to fill out a survey so we could get some feedback on your podcast listening habits and what you want to hear more of. The link is survey.lipson.com slash podcast. If you could just copy and paste that, it's just a couple of questions. It would really help us out. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week.